1: I think this is the thing we've seen too, especially in the last five or six years, that the level of athleticism that you need to play that position with the way that the, the rules are, the pressure is now coming, some of the, the, the smaller, faster athletes on defense, and nobody wants to go back to smash-mouth football because that's the way the league wants it to be. They want you to chuck it around, that you need a guy who can make plays off schedule a lot. And Mac Jones couldn't do that. Brock Purdy struggles to do that. A guy like Drake May, capable of doing it. Daniel, certainly. You saw him with his athleticism. He can do it. Again, they have to be right on their projection or we'll be sitting here talking about it two, three years down the line going, well, they whiffed on that pick, and now they're still in the same spot that they were. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to throw the dart and try to connect.
3: It's a snow day. Just what I've been waiting for.
2: (laughs) That was Mike Giardi last night at NBC Sports Boston. Fortunately, he was able to get on the roads to Needham last night Mm -hmm. before all the snow hit. Good for Giardi. Uh, again, Jones here, Mego here, Ryan here. Intern Jacob is here, for God's sakes. Zeke is home, and Arcand. if you're watching on Twitch. Change that Z to a W. Is it? Pff, Arkand, if you're watching on Twitch, is sitting in his panic room. What, what's well, uh, the, There's a lot of comments about your, is this your basement, you said? This is indeed my basement. Okay,
1: one has- room in the house, I'm allowed to have any of my own stuff. What's
2: the video game behind you? Is that NBA Jam? It looks like NBA Jam. Yeah, it is Jam. indeed NBA Jam, yes. Okay, nice. Somebody yeah. on Twitch
3: asked if our kid is broadcasting from a dive bar. I said, no, that's his house. No, but don't you have the old Ames Plow bar down
2: there? I don't have the bar, but
1: I have a lot of the stuff that used to be on the walls is down here. I see. Uh, for a lot of Ames Plow Tavern memorabilia. A lot I'm of sure.
2: 80s Celtic stuff, I'd imagine. That uh, seems, yeah. seems to be uh, very, very, <laughs> very prevalent is what that seems to be. Uh, so if you're watching on Twitch, that's a treat for you. Uh, I want to give you an example, Arcan, of some of the texts that are rolling in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arcan acting like Dedham is on the South Shore. It's on the
1: Border of the South Shore.
2: Wussification of W E E I. That's not on the South Shore. It's Dedham. There. It's on the way there. You've got to be on the shore. I know it's on the way there. It's <laughs> near it. That's what I said. Wussification of W E E I. Like Mike Greenberg and those ESPNs. Oh, I could feel the wind coming off the lake. You're know, 30 <laughs> miles from the lake, Greenie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, snowplow. We're we're always big in the snowplow community. Uh, I'm leaving work from plowing now in Boston. I never moved the machine. No joke. Is that his plow? Is that what he means? is that the machine?
3: Yeah, I'd guess so. Yeah,
2: never even moved it. Is that a euphemism for something? <laughs> it's, it's a good question. Uh, you're being referred to as uh, quote unquote Dale Arcand, and then I like this text. Jones still sucks. Uh, so that's that's uh, that's fair as well. And then there's these.
3: Well, uh, I'll say this. I mean, look, Arcand may not be in studio. He may be working from home. He still seems to be, like, pretty on top of his game. Yeah,
2: he's very locked in and focused. Yeah. We got a, a bunch of texts alerting us to something, Ryan, if you have it.
1: According to Nielsen, Super Bowl 58 was the most-watched TV show in history with 123.4 million viewers across TV and streaming platforms. And in baseball news, the San Francisco Giants have agreed to a three-year, $42 million deal with the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> <laughs> That's big news. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, didn't realize
0: this, oh, I
2: don't know who's winning or losing <laughs> that deal. Uh, but it's it's pretty close. There's a flood of those coming in. I would is say it's been a rough
1: week for me on look, the uh, headlines. I was That's just bizarre. gonna say
2: I would I would say I'd love to blame a lack of focus for working from home uh-huh. and playing NBA Jam in the breaks or whatever he's doing. I would love to blame that. But yesterday he was giving the Super Bowl score wrong all day. That is true. And he was here. I was right there. So I can't really blame him all that much for that. Uh. If you want to sound off, though, uh, again, whether are we being too mean to Arcan? Does Arcan deserve the ridicule? 617-779-7937. Keep those coming.
1: <laughs> and uh, in baseball news, the San Francisco Giants have agreed to a three-year, forty-two million dollar deal
2: with the San Francisco Giants. Honestly, if if the Red Sox did the same thing, I'd give them a lot of credit. If the Red Sox ponied up forty-two million on themselves, I would I would oh, let it slide. That's ridiculous, Adam. That's way too. The Red Sox getting the Red Sox is way too much money. That, that's true. They would never pay that much. No. Uh, so our big question of the day up now. At Jones and Mego. What position should the Patriots prioritize in free agency? 42% agree with Mego. Of course, Snore. Let's get some offensive linemen in here. Resign Mike and Wenyu. Like, he's a big difference maker, right? Like, I, re- I really noticed all the impact he made last year for the Patriots. Uh, so, you want to franchise him, bring him back. Arkham, we're going to close second. 37% say bring in a wide receiver. 20% say quarterback. That's interesting to me. Like, that's, that's a big number. That's people,
3: that's people who don't want to see a rookie out that's there. That's people
2: who want Marvin Harrison. Right. I, I would imagine it's the same thing. It's people who want Marvin Harrison in the draft or whatever. 20% say go get a quarterback. I don't even know what other is, uh, but 1% is running, voting for running other. Running backs. Yeah, it's it's you know it's margin for error is what that is. So I'm, I'm a little surprised by that number. I'm not surprised that it's pretty much neck and neck between wide receiver and the offensive line. Let me read you something that Mike Reese wrote over the weekend. And uh, it aligns with something that Daniel Jeremiah has talked about. I saw people tweeting about, was it Dane Brugler had a mock draft that came out? And it's just, it's littered with wide receivers and offensive linemen, which is another reason why I don't feel you need to overextend for either in the drafts. I'm taking a quarterback at three, and then I'll fill out through the draft with wide receivers and quarterbacks, and I'm taking wide receivers and free agency because there's good ones and there's not great ones on the O-line. Uh, He writes, after speaking with Matt... I'm sorry, not Matt Nagy. uh, Who runs the Senior Bowl? Jim Nagy. Thank you. Uh, It's really a good year if you need a tackle, Nagy told Reese. I think there's going to be a starting tackle and a really good one there for you in the second round. Okay. It will just depend on that run on the offensive line and how far it goes, and I do think it's going to be early. I think we'll see the first three rounds dominated by the offensive line because it's such a need area for every team. And, like, look, you're going to have a chance to... Get an impact player in the first round. You have less and less of a chance of hitting each round that goes by. I acknowledge that. But he's saying you can find a starting tackle in the second round, and the offensive line run is going to go into the third round. He also thinks it's deep for wide receiver, being consistent. He says it's one of the deeper positions in the draft. Into the third round, I think there will be some guys that will be able to step in and make an impact right away, kind of like Tank Dell did a year ago. He's a third-round pick. He said we've had a day-two grade on Roman Wilson, the wide receiver out of Michigan, since last spring, and he validated that. Ricky Pierce all of Florida is another option that he mentioned. And so, look, I think you can find these guys in the draft. I'm if I want an impact player and I'm going to spend, I don't want to do that on the offensive line. And I really don't want to do it on Mike and who to me is fine, but I also don't want to overpay for that guy. you're You're really well, willing to pay through the this, nose this for that is, guy.
3: This is the way that I look at it. So Mike and like if you look at Spot his value, his market value is going to be somewhere around fourteen million. But that's average yearly value. And so he's going to have a much longer contract. And I think if you look at what is predicted with free agency, there's just not going to be a lot of tackles out there. So his his cost is probably going to get even higher than that and because you always overpay, and then there's not a lot of supply. So I look at it, and I go, okay, you slap him with the franchise tag for a year. He's really mostly a guard who has moved over to tackle this year, and it's hard to look at because even, like, there's one week where I'm like, oh, my God, Michael Wenyu, he's really proven himself at guard, and it's like, oh, T.J. Watt actually had a devastating concussion at the beginning of that game. So it's, like, it's, it's hard to say 100%, and that's why I think you give him the franchise tag See if he can really prove himself as right guard throughout the entire year. And then maybe you go from there. I just I look at the tackles that are out there. You mentioned somebody you know who's been with Dallas for 13 years. Other guys who have been riddled with injuries and very limited availability. You went through this last year, like you went through this with a guy like Calvin Anderson. You went through this with Riley. And when you was hurt last year, I just like, I know, he was I know. hurt, and
2: you're throwing all this money at him.
3: Well, it's a it's a one year thing, and so it doesn't. Also, that doesn't prevent you from going out and spending 16 million on someone like Ridley. You know, I just. I'm also starting to worry about who's actually going to be available in free agency with the wide receivers. You know, is Higgins going to get franchise tagged because they have this championship window that they're trying to look at with Joe Burrow? Is uh, somebody like Pittman Jr. going to get franchise tagged? Is even Marquise Brown going to get franchise tagged because Arizona has moved off a lot of guys? And so I wonder when you start looking at free agency, who's really going to be left out there? And if you only really need to spend, I know it's only like, quotation marks but if you're spending 16 million on ridley i'm saying still go get a receiver and free agency but spend more money on the tackle who you already know who works in your system and you can at least give him a year contract here
2: i just think if you have a mobile quarterback your offensive line is de-emphasized uh, we're locked into at least you two are i'm not but you two are locked in on oh well mac was a sitting duck last year and the offensive line was a mess you have a more mobile quarterback he'll make plays and yeah he might take sacks because he's running around and trying to make plays happen But he's also going to give you the upshot of throws on the run, hopefully, and certainly being able to to run and pick up plays with his feet. And so you mentioned T. Higgins reports today out of Cincinnati or that he's likely to get franchised. Let's see, because I heard Jamar Chase a month or so ago say, well, yeah, I'd like to keep T. Higgins around, but it depends on how much I take. So they're prioritizing Chase first, then Higgins. We'll see. Maybe, you know, Ridley's another one who sticks around. I have no idea if Mike Evans is available. I have no clue.
3: I mean, Mike Evans is probably going to be over $20 million Fine. He's worth
2: it. Arkan, who are you paying out of those receivers? Who are you paying?
1: I'd pay uh, Evans. I'd pay Pittman. I'd pay Ridley. Who's
2: the one you want? You you get one. Who are you paying? Evans. That's who I want, too.
3: I'm taking Ridley. I
2: think he's the most available. And so, to me, Mike Evans is the guy. Why Ridley? Because he's cheaper than the other ones. No, because
3: I think he's going to be available. Look, if I could have anyone, I'd take T. Higgins. Okay, so if 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 you get anyone, you get Higgins. If I had anyone, I'd take Higgins, yes. Yes.
1: I take Evans over Higgins, and I like Higgins. I just don't – I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he'd be as good as the number one guy as he is behind Chase and with, you know, Boyd and those other guys.
2: And, you know, if we're being consistent and talking about injuries, he was hurt all last year. He was, yeah. And so, to me, Evans is the guy I would want. Like, if I I could get anyone, that's the guy that I want. And the Patriots need to do some of this. We're all on the same page with this. I saw a tweet yesterday from – over the cap – I don't really care about cap numbers all that much, but it's a way to give you an idea of how they allot their spending. 70% of the roster – uh, or of their spending, rather, 70% was spent on defense. <laughs> 31, uh, 30.1% uh, was spent on the offense. So that tells you how out of whack that was with Bill, and they need to correct that. Offensive line, to me, is not correcting it enough. I would like to see them do that with some skill players who can help your young quarterback get open, put them in a position to succeed. You can work your way around a bad offensive line. You can scheme up quicker throws. You can, uh, if you have a mobile quarterback design runs roll him out there are things you can do that you can't with a dead duck like mac jones back there who can't move uh, you know comparatively to a mobile quarterback so there are ways to help that i would prioritize the receiver i'm with uh Arkan on this i would like to see them go get mike evans if i were prioritizing it i think he's the most likely to be available now i was listening to daniel jeremiah the other day whose work on the draft i enjoy uh he was talking about another scenario and I think this is where 20% that's a big number one out of five Patriots fans are saying don't go get a wide receiver don't go get an offensive lineman go find a quarterback this is a trade that Jeremiah proposes but I think a lot of fans who want Marvin Harrison Jr. at the number three pick would think about this in a similar way maybe trading for Justin Fields I have pick 34 if I'm New England if I can I could probably get Fields for pick 34 so I get pick 34, and now I can auction. I mean, I get fields for pick 34. Now I'm the team that's sitting here in the Catbird seat saying, hey, Giants, Atlanta, all those five teams that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. pick number three is up for sale. Give me the haul. I've got my quarterback already on campus. With It only cost me the, the 34th pick. And mm-hmm. now you're New England, Gerard Mayo. I can get a treasure trove of assets here to try and build around Justin Fields in New England. What do you think of Fields for the 34th pick? Like, I like Justin Fields, but I, I like him a lot more for a third-round pick, 65 or 66, whatever it is, than than pick, you know, 34.
3: It's a non-starter for me because I don't like Justin Fields, and I don't understand why he's not good enough for uh for Chicago, but he's good enough for you. Like, that's the team that knows the most I don't, about him. You're hung
2: up on this, but, but the difference is they can get the number one quarterback in the draft. You're getting the number three quarterback in the draft in theory. So it's – they like – Caleb Williams better than Fields you can't get Caleb Williams you can get Jaden Daniels or Drake May and so if you like Fields better than those guys that that's why that's his logic I, I that's why the Bears could be in on another quarterback and you can be in on Fields to me that that makes sense
3: I definitely also wouldn't make this trade anywhere in the in the very near future I would wait until you get much closer to draft and see what Washington's doing like if Washington is in there trying to make a deal then I don't to go up to Caleb Williams there may be something different in terms of, like, if, if you're only on Drake May and Washington's moving up to take, um, to take Caleb Williams, then that may reshuffle where you're at in terms of those first three quarterbacks. This
2: is a good question. Um, let's say they're locked in on Marvin Harrison at three. Would you rather they trade for Fields, Mego? You just called it a non-starter. Or pay Russell Wilson or someone like that in free agency? You got to pick. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> in that case... I guess I'd rather I, – I don't like Russell Wilson, but I'd rather go pay someone in free agency. I just really don't You'd think You'd rather keep the draft pick. I don't think Fields is the answer. Arken?
1: I think I'd trade for
2: Fields. Me too.
1: Yeah, and it's I don't love Fields either, but I like you know how I feel about these quarterbacks, and I just I don't know I don't want to spend a lot of money on one in free agency, and that would be a, a
2: compromise. I wouldn't so love it. Thirty-four like is it a really high pick. No, it is, but like yeah. if I'm willing to give up a third, what I'm going to draw the line at a second-round pick. Like I I would give up a third without even hesitating. So I get a little uncomfortable and give up the second for Fields if they're locked in on Harrison Jr. Instead of dropping all the way down to like Russell Wilson, who I feel like maybe you'll win seven or eight games. But like that's your like your ceiling is not much higher than that. With fields, there's a wide range of outcomes. Maybe you suck. Maybe you're a playoff team. I, I don't feel like you have that range of outcomes. With you Wilson. think that
3: fields coming to the scenario here with a Marvin Harrison Jr. and and a crap ton this, of money in free and agency coaching staff yeah, maybe. That, that that's going to reinvigorate him and and change exactly like or if you like the ending of the Chicago season that that's going to be the right move to take him to the next level.
2: No, I'm not sure about that, but I like the chances of him hitting more than Russell Wilson who looks cooked I mean Wilson had a nice year last year but I, that's what he is I don't think there's any upside there at least with fields there's some upside
1: getting Six th- out of Chicago might be exactly what he needs too I mean we talk yeah. about changes of scenery like he had a big problem with some of the coaches there I'm not sure Van Pelt is necessarily the you know young offensive mind that is a great match with him but maybe it is I mean who knows you don't know until you do it but sometimes guys like him just need to get out of town
2: 617 779 Mike's in the truck go ahead Mike
3: so what you're telling me is you don't think offensive line is important? Not as really important, not as
2: important as quarterback or wide receiver, and really not all that important. No.
3: Um, yes. You can look back, even at the uh, Ravens back when Flacco won
0: or Dilfer.
2: Yeah, those guys Massive were offense. those guys were dead ducks who couldn't move. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Mike. Flacco. That's the exact kind of quarterback I'm talking about. Flacco needs an offensive line. Yes.
3: With this offensive, yeah, exactly. But even though okay, Michael Vick, did he ever win anything?
2: No. Did he get Michael to Vick uh, ever won okay. R- Randall Cunningham, did he ever win anything? I
3: think we're having no. different conversations. Yeah, I now. think so
2: I think so too. And so you're telling me no mobile quarterbacks have ever won?
3: Um, without offensive lines, no. That, 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 never.
2: Okay. I mean, I think you're watching a pretty mobile quarterback. And look now, Arcan, you made a point. The Chiefs have invested a lot on their offensive line,
1: very have. over the last three years. The Chiefs have gone pretty much all out, and they've done it at the neglect of wide receiver. And they let you know Ty. They couldn't do this if they uh, if they had signed Tyreek Hill or kept him around. But they've drafted uh, the third round or, or higher at uh, offensive tackle and at uh, center. Creed Humphrey was a couple years ago, and they've also spent a lot of money on Joe Tooney, on uh, Juwan Taylor. Uh, you know, they've just they've made. Yeah. Uh, big investments on that offensive line
2: fine they did make big investments you're not wrong about that Tony didn't play in the Super Bowl or the AFC title game and Jawan Taylor sucks so like okay fine they made big investments but it's not like their offensive line's that great and by the way when their offensive line was horrendous horrendously bad they didn't win the Super Bowl they still got to a Super Bowl so like let's not pretend like so maybe maybe on the margins that's the difference it put them over the top they got to the Super Bowl with a terrible offensive line because of Patrick Mahomes and some of the weapons that they still had. No, they still it, had weapons there. It's
3: about Patrick Mahomes there, so I, I like that example. Our camp, but that's ultimately Patrick Mahomes. But we, Jones, like you talk about what Houston did this last season all the time. Well, Houston is basically did did what I want the Patriots to do. Which is draft a wide receiver, draft a quarterback super high, and they had their offensive line that they were investing in leading up to that. And so if yeah, but their offensive
2: line was a mess last year early on. Like they have some big name, like Tunsil's a big name, but their offensive line a big name, but but their offensive line was a mess.
3: Well, I think that you, they need the Patriots can't go into this with two rookie tackles to me. Like why? Why?
2: Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, I don't know because I don't care that much.
3: Where are you getting them in the draft? Just
2: listen. you You can't win with a rookie tackle.
3: No, you can win, win with a rookie tackle. can win with two? No one's two? ever done it? where are you getting them in this draft? You're getting one with 34 okay, and fine. one, and then where are you getting your receivers? So You're draft, getting them all in free agency. So draft
2: one at two and then find another tackle in free agency. Why is that so That's hard to do? That's what I'm saying, because you have okay, one but, of the best ones okay. in when Find one doesn't mean prioritize wanting to $20 that, million. the ones
3: that are out there are going to be very expensive because there's low supply, and you don't know if they're good or not or if they can play in this system or anything. Draft
2: your left tackle and hide your right tackle. Like, the Patriots didn't have a right tackle for 20 years hardly when Brady was here. And so find a I'm right tackle. True. Yes, I mean the, the same one. Arcan they rotated through right, right tackles for years and years and years.
1: Yeah, but they had one that played the whole year. Like this year, they didn't have a right tackle. Like this year, they really didn't. So they had to rotate because Riley Reef wasn't ready. And in the end, they had to push on Wenyu had a guard and make him a tackle. So I mean, that's you know they had over time they had Volmer and lots of good right tackles. It's not like that was never a
2: yeah. Uh, and a they also had Tom had Ashworth and Brandon Gorin and like they went through a revolving door at right tackle and were winning Super Bowls. I'm
3: not saying you have to have like two Pro Bowl two pro bowlers at tackle but it sounds like that sounds like what you want though no i'm saying that you need a, a you need at least one dependable body on one of those sides okay so draft him Draft him at 34. But where if are you, you draft? You're, okay, so draft one at 34 and then have Mike on Wenyu, and then you're in a pretty good place. Yeah,
2: but then you're eating into your money to go get wide receivers, which I don't want to do.
3: But who's even a – like how many you think you're gonna go out and get three wide receivers and burn sixty million dollars yeah, that way?
2: I would. I'd rather do that than spend you twenty getting? million on Wenyu. We're, wow. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to dump that, Steve. Uh you can't you can't just be
3: I, someone's just having a little brandy in their hot chocolate just, on this fake snow day
2: i don't who are people talking to on hold i mean i guess i mean steve's probably working from home like Arkan. so there's probably people in and out you know it's just like are, are you are people constantly checking in with you Arkan, today no do you have the house to yourself uh no cindy's is cindy working from home cindy's up in her uh, little office <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
3: my
2: god well she works from home almost every day now so yeah, no, I mean that's you know it's where we're at as a society. Little, oh yeah, society so bad. Everybody little, should go to work little, all the time. Little uh, rain, little rain on the snow, a uh, little rain on the ground rather, and no snow on the ground, and we can't be bothered to show up.
1: Employees belong in the office, you guys. I mean,
2: they do, they uh, do. Yeah. the The intern decided to show up. Oh, good for him. Yeah, it is good for him. You don't that's think great. I, You don't think that's good? You don't think that shows some initiative and some work ethic? Yeah, I, I was don't quite honestly impressed. Care. <laughs> I know you don't care. That's very obvious. I know, I know you don't care. You made this decision yesterday. But I think, I think most people, you know, it, it matters a little bit. Uh, 617-779-7937. I, Gerard Mayo mail work from home. Uh, when, it, when it comes to free, money is work from home. Uh, don't bother showing up in the office. Why don't you work from home? We'll see you week one. Just work from home in the meantime. Uh, we'll continue here with all your feedback. I, I am interested if you enjoy the conversation on Mahomes and Brady at the national level, or if you're tired of it. We'll get to that with all your phone calls next.